fact. Fun fact. <laughs> Given that we are filming on Halloween today, it is a Halloween fun fact. Ooh. 10 out of 10. Would Halloween again? Yes, that. Um, <laughs> America. Uh-huh. Wait, let me start again. <laughs> Halloween. Oh, possibly messed that up already. <laughs> Shut up. Halloween is the holiday that rakes in the second biggest amount of money in the US. Wow. It only comes in second to Christmas. I'm surprised Thanksgiving is not up there. Yeah. I think people are realizing that Thanksgiving is not to be thankful for. I think the difference is... You don't really buy much uh, for Thanksgiving other than the meal, right? Yeah. Like, you're not buying lollies or, like, costumes. Mm. But they also do... Like, they, there's still, like, decorations and... But, yeah, but I, feel I feel like, like full. Yeah, I feel like they don't go mm. so hard for, like, Thanksgiving as they would for Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. You know? Fair. Or, like... Well, happy All Hallows Eve and welcome to another episode of Surviving Barely Thriving. You. I am one of your hosts, Laura, and I am joined by Ebony. Hey! And Sarah. All right. <laughs> you don't want to say hi to the podcast? I didn't hear you say my name! You didn't say Anne Sarah. Anne Sarah! I did. Say my name, say my name. Oh, they I don't listen to me. Anyway. We were very well behaved last episode. You were. And now I feel like you're going to be less <laughs> cool. So blessed. Bless you. Thank you. Um, Get rid of those ghosts. So... <laughs> How are we feeling? Are we surviving? Are we thriving? Where are we at? I am thriving momentarily because I just had a cup of tea and some biscuits with Anita. Yeah, fair. Vibe. I am surviving because I feel like as we are further into recording, I'm getting sicker. (laughs) I don't see myself getting any better my left ear i had to take panadol i mean it was not good <laughs> <laughs> i am surviving <laughs> because, because i just know that i'm going to struggle through this episode the today editing that she's about to do is why oh my lord no i'm i'm thriving life's great i think you sound like it <laughs> yeah i don't know where i'm at okay you know what actually all so you know how i hit my head yesterday at trivia Your concussion. all day i've been fine but now i'm like touching the spot on my head where i hit it and it's really sore maybe you don't touch the spot where you hit uh, your head that's what my dad used to say if you have a bruise don't touch it then let's play a game oh god touch here on my head (laughs) why why is it like flat Uh, do you have a weird like no no touch that bump do you see that bump what's wrong with your head okay it's it's time to play guess how i got that bump um chasing ducks no Ooh. i got chased by i got chased by a duck getting chased by sheep I wasn't getting chased by anything and I wasn't chasing anything. Okay, that really... Did you just, like, whack... Oh, did you sit too high up on, like, a metal bed frame and then it permanently indented your brain? I did not. 
that's me. Oh, that's, that's why I've heard that. <laughs> I was like, no, that's, that's I was like, me. that's strangely specific. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's, what I I, that's story, why I was very much like, no, that was me. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. It's a mosquito bite. That's what? messed up, mate. Yeah. Are you allergic? Like, Are you allergic? Allergic? I'm not like, I don't get like anaphylactic to them or anything. Clearly. Otherwise. Stop it. Otherwise we would be allergic. Otherwise we'd be doing blue to the sky. Blue to the sky, orange to the thigh. Um, No, but I do have like quite adverse reactions to them. Like I blow up really quickly. I have the weirdest beef with anapens. Oh And I just want to put that out there. Whoever made them, stop it. Yes, you're, you're stupid. They are dumb. <laughs> I agree with you. Well, they're not dumb because they save lives, but they're no, no, dumb no. in how they function. They're I, dumb because epipens work perfectly well fine. for people yeah. that use anapens. They are actually no different. It's in just a cheaper alternative. Yeah. And it's like, and it's I get that you need a cheaper alternative. But they're just so stressfully different that I feel like if I was someone who had to buy an anapen, I would not. I would buy an epipen. I'd be like, that's worth the extra money. Because okay, so someone's more likely to be able to save my life. She's getting into it. We're getting into it. Anyway. She's still into it. She's still into it. My bad. I just really hate <laughs> anapens. Let's get into today's episode, which is bucket lists. Bucket list. Bucket list. <laughs> Do you like our rap? That is our number one our bucket list. To become professional This is rappers. the second episode we're recording today. <laughs> yeah. Skirt, skirt. I feel like the audience can tell. <laughs> um, let's chat about what, like, let's define a bucket list. The list off. that you put in a bucket and hope it becomes true. <laughs> my bucket list item number one I've make Laura's it. life miserable there uh, are days no there are episodes where I regret putting in a group chat I want to start a podcast with you two <laughs> this is one of those moments. I don't actually we, remember you putting it I actually every time we get into this mood love it more <laughs> same I mean, it's because I'm the chaos I don't have to deal with the chaos I've I never been the chaos. the chaos in an episode because I'm the one that has to control it all the time I don't fun fact here we go fun fact fun fact (laughs) I actually don't remember you putting it in the group chat I just remember one day appearing here and there were microphones and I was like well I guess this is happening that's incorrect I've brought it up multiple times I 100% know that's incorrect (laughs) I know that's incorrect but I don't remember the process of being like you don't remember it therefore it didn't happen yeah exactly anyway can we actually define a bucket list please yes it is a list of things you want to do before you (laughs) I just realized what she was saying. <laughs> it is a list of things you want to do before you kick the bucket, i.e. Cock it. I.e. Die. <laughs> Dead. Um, okay. So let's chat. What's on your bucket list? <laughs> you know thought about it? you don't have a list of things to do before you die did we not remember the episode where i said i literally don't plan anything that far in the future and my brain does not work that way okay well i've always wanted to go to sounds like a plan england which yeah. i'm doing later this year yeah or early next year one of those mine is like travel yeah but travel where everywhere 
Okay. Constantly. One of mine was get a tattoo. Done. Gotten several tattoos. <sighs> I want to ride a camel into the Moroccan desert and sleep under the stars. Oh, but sand. Yeah. I like sand. It's all up in your crevices. <laughs> wear long items to cover the crevices. But I don't the know heat. why when you said crevices, I thought of eyelids. That's a crevice. <laughs> exactly. I don't want <laughs> sand in my eyelids. Um, what else do we want to do? Just my bucket list items. Sorry. (laughs) Jesus. If you were to find out tomorrow that you had five years left to live and it won't happen. Knocking on wood. Tapping on wood from a distance. Um, (laughs) wood for Sarah. What what would be like, okay, well, you literally have a wooden pane behind you. Can you knock it, please? No, that's <laughs> plaster. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus, I feel like we need salt. Like, <laughs> I was just like, she was saying it, and I was like, don't say it. Don't, <laughs> don't say, say it. it. I gave it. I was going to be like, it'd be like six months, but I was like, I was like oh. I'll give us five. <laughs> I'll give us five years. <laughs> just to be nice. Okay. Just uh, to be nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. So just I was like, what nice. would you do that you're like, okay, well, I've got five years. I've got to accomplish this. I'm actually going to publish a book. <laughs> yep. I've got such a life ahead of me. I've taken my time with it. Um, yeah, deadlines are really... <laughs> deadlines are really helpful. Nothing like a deadline to make you really <gasps> Is do that why the they're called deadlines? <gasps> you got to get it done before you die? Hmm. Ooh. Interesting. Um, yeah, mine would probably be publish something. Yep. Publish your manifesto. <laughs> my manifesto. I like the word manifesto. It's a good word. I don't know. I've never read a nice manifesto. Hmm. I haven't read many manifestos, to be honest, but from what I've heard, um, they're not very chill. I would learn to sing. Hmm. Uh, here, controversial. Everyone knows how to sing. sing well? Some people are just better at it. <laughs> <laughs> I would see the Northern Lights. Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen the Northern Lights. I would love to see them. Every now and then I'm like, I would travel Antarctica and then I think that is my worst nightmare. No, I would. It's both my dream and my worst nightmare. Yeah. But see, here's like, the issue though. Boats. Yeah. I want to go to Antarctica. I'm not going on a boat together. <laughs> Seems like a bit silly when like, if I think of boats and ice, never yeah. heard of something good happen with those two things. Guys, fun fact. Famously, Titanic. famously not. Fun fact to the listeners. Don't know if I mentioned this before. Have an irrational fear of cruisers. Yeah. Don't love them. Don't want to be on a cruise. You'll never get me on a cruise. Don't like ships. Do you know what's worse? Laura has made me have an irrational fear of cruises. <laughs> <laughs> I have a perfectly rational fear of cruises. It's because I vomit on every mode of tra- like yeah. transport yeah. known to mankind. I don't love the idea of getting like gastro because I just hear oh such God. bad things. Yeah. No, I'm not dissing cruises. I know people love them. Like my dad and my brothers went on one of my stepmom, but like. I just can't do it. I've got friends that are big, big cruisers. Like, but like, every, like every, at least every six months, we'll go on a cruise. Have um, been given like points and stuff, like kind of like frequent flyer yeah. points almost. Like, and just love it because you get on the ship, you pay your fee, and everything is done for you. Like food, like you can get the alcohol packages. Yeah. Like when you're old, <clears throat> mint. Because it's I, so well prepared for old people. Young people like them too, though. 
Yeah, no, like I completely agree, but like yeah, my brother's I think a great time. when I'm older and when like you know getting a train from like European city to European city is going to be a bit more difficult than like getting your bags on and off and oh, I don't want to deal with all that because I'm old. Cruises, bucket list item down the Rhine, as I was just mentioning. I want to swim in a pool of clear blue water. Ooh, yeah, I like that. I mean, I've done that. I want to start an animal rescue. I mean, I do want to start make our old folks home for dogs. I just no. know it'll break my heart. Oh. Yeah. It was a joke when we were talking about getting in the house. We were like, we're going to run an old folks home for dogs. I think it's a um, nice and idea. And we got two kittens and a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> the youngest of all animals. Um, Speaking of which, one is pancaking over there. I am reading through a list of like bucket list ideas. One of them is my worst nightmare. Befriend a neighbor. Oh, I do this for Laura. No, you don't do this for me. You just make friends with the neighbors. I just find it hard not to be friends. She with talks people. to everyone in the street. I'm like out the front and she's talking to people. I'm like, why are you associating? Then we get invited to like the street Christmas party. I don't want to talk to I didn't get to invited you. to the Halloween barbecue today. And I had, there was a Halloween was barbecue. Well, you, I was about to say we don't have children. <laughs> we. We need to. I need to stop saying things like this. Our entire street thinks uh, we're a lesbian couple. It's a bit of a problem. And by a bit, I mean it's a huge problem. <laughs> One of us needs to get a boyfriend. Bucket list item. The amount of times. Like my grandparents recently were like, you can bring Laura to family dinner if you want. And I was like, why would I bring my housemate to our family dinner where the only two like duos there are couples? <laughs> I was like, tell me what you think. Okay, like, Tell me what you think. Throwing it out there, obviously not that there would be anything wrong with it. If like Laura and no. Sarah are not offended by the idea that people no. think no. that they no. are together. I'm more offended that the people think I would keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going to say, we're living three together, years. we talk about each other all the time, <laughs> and that everyone has told us that they accept us, but we're like, nah. No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I'd be more offended that they think I would go through all of that and be like, no. You know what? I, like you, I'm not obviously exposing where you live, but you live in a very progressive area of Melbourne. Yeah, like, like if we were, we would be. I think right the now, the most accepted here. As a straight yeah. couple, you would be the minority in this street. Yeah, <laughs> so in this street alone. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah so there's. Cl- <laughs> I just think it's funny that people obviously think that you're like making an effort to remain (laughs) and that's the biggest thing i'm just like well like like we're straight up just like ew no (laughs) to be fair to be fair to my family they have a theory that and i think i've mentioned it before that i will not like announce a relationship until i'm in a marriage yeah and i was like i understand that that's your theory but this is not that situation (laughs) this is not an execution of that theory (laughs) Um, what else? I, oh, is my bucket list? No, I don't want a tattoo. I take that off my bucket list. No, I do, but I also like, don't know what to do. I get. controversially really want to get tattoos <clears throat> when I'm in other countries. There's nothing wrong with that. No, but like. Yeah, how's that controversial? It's not financially a good decision, is it? I don't care. I, I think tattoos. A good decision. I think tattoos are an excellent financial decision. I, I love every single one of my tattoos. Uh, no, don't get they me wrong. They continue to bring me joy. Things can bring you joy and still be a f- bad financial decision. Incorrect. Although, 
Your dog. He's not a bad financial decision. He was absolutely a bad. Fi- he eats socks, and then you have to take him to the vet one, one time. time. Well, no, he's eaten socks more than once. He's gone to the vet <laughs> for eating socks one time. Oh, bucket list! I want to swim with the whale sharks at Ningaloo Reef. Yeah. It's in WA. I'll come. More specifically. My sister-in-law is actually... Hey, sister-in-law, Lauren, what's going on? Um, What's up? She is moving to Perth so we can go and visit her and swim with the sharks at Mingaloo Reef. I preferably like to go when it's not $1,700 return flight. It's so expensive to fly there. That's part of the problem. Well, it's not if you don't go on a ridiculous time such as when Coldplay but you plays have to one go. concert in the country. No, it's yeah, still no. expensive to fly there, like, to get to Ningaloo. I have a, like, a lot of, like, your things are swimming, and every time I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. How am I going to protect my ears? <laughs> I'm like, can I swim with whale sharks and also have earplugs in? Yes. And I'm like, can I swim in clear water and also have earplugs in? Yes. <laughs> I would like to see animals, some animals IRL. Like, I'd love to go on a safari, see the elephants and the lions. Yeah. I've seen them IRL. But, like, you mean, like, not in a zoo? Yeah, not in a zoo. Yeah. That's that's not IRL to me. I do like that, uh, that place in, I want to say it's Kenya, that has, like, the hotel. Oh, the giraffe hotel? Yeah. What giraffe hotel? You can, it's a hotel uh, you can with have breakfast with just, giraffes. Like, come into the window. And you can interact <gasps> yeah. with the giraffes. There's like definitely places in Europe that I uh, I would like to go back to and see a bit more of. I uh, what else would I like to do? I always thought for a while I would love to learn how to skateboard until I tried to learn how to skateboard, and now I I think I'd be happy if I never got on a skateboard ever again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit scary. <laughs> Not a fan. Um, I want to become a professional go kart driver. <laughs> I would like to see baby turtles being hatched. Baby, but no, but then you also have to watch them. To the beach. Yeah, but then what about if they don't make it to the beach? I'll help them make it to the beach. I know you can't, you shouldn't interact, like you shouldn't interfere with like natural selection. But also like but we I already are interfering, we like ruin their environment. So why can't we give them a healthy exactly. hand? Why can't I help <laughs> yeah. them get If we're going to like hurt them, can't we also help them? <laughs> Think Aww. of the schools. Oh, here's one. I'm looking. I'm looking at lists. Kiss in the rain. Um, Pneumonia exists. Guys. <laughs> can confirm. Spider Man kiss. Not practical. <laughs> it's, I don't think it's meant to be practical. It's a bucket list. Yeah, Even you're right. Practical. <laughs> right. I don't know if you know this, but buckets have no practical uses. <laughs> Our bucket does, except for holding your list. Exactly. Yeah, except for holding the list, and then kick it. <laughs> what is a yurt? What? Uh, this is uh, someone stupid pond thing all over again. Sleep in a yurt. The next one is sleep in an igloo. More. So I assume this is a more ig- thing all over again. I'm assuming a yurt is a dry igloo. I think it's an igloo of sorts. Can someone look up what a yurt yes, is? Yes, like a thingy. A yurt should not be a word. Yurt. 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 Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> what else? Uh, what it's else? just a fancy tent. It's one of those like bell tents. Um, also, can you hear my voice? This is because of your cats. Cool. I love them so much. I don't know because my mind just works so practically in the sense that I was like, if I, in the scenario that is never going to happen, had five years to live, 
I like I'm just thinking like, wow, I would have I would quit my job because no one's working mm-hmm. if they don't yeah. have to save for retirement. Surely not. Absolutely. Um and then I'm <clears> like, <throat> well, I'd probably go live with my parents because they could drive me around to appointments and stuff yep. like that, that I don't have to pay rent. Yep. And then I was like, well then what else would I practically do? I'd probably travel. Yep. What would you like impractically want to do? Just like the craziest, most wildest thing you could think of. I do weird things every day. I don't need death on my doorstep <laughs> to make me be weird. <laughs> but like, it's like skydiving. I, I, I want to swim in one of those silicone mermaid tails. Ah. Like on H2O, just add water. Yeah, I just yeah, think yeah. you guys like water. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> I, uh, I'd probably do like another plane stunt thing, but I did one of those when I was younger as well. So, As in like jump out of no like, oh, like the, let's bring ourselves cat- closer to death <laughs> i'm gonna die in five years anyway so it's bucket list item <laughs> um no uh like uh when i was young i went to the flinders rangers and we went like a tiny plane and they do like stunts like flips and drops and stuff ah. um, and then i've jumped out of a plane as well so i enjoyed that i wouldn't do that again though because i developed a fear of heights after <laughs> that one I'm never going on the Tower of Terror ever again, that's for sure. I, this is a morbid one, but I want to visit, visit, I want to visit, um, Auschwitz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I gotta go, um, see my family graves over there. Mm. Yes. It's really weird. I know exactly when, uh, my great-grandmother died in Auschwitz now. Like, I know the exact date. How? Because she died. On my grandmother's birthday. Oh, that's horrid. So my grandma didn't find out until much later because she died now, which obviously they don't update the records until much later. Yeah. So when my grandma went back to Germany with her dad, so it's her dad's mum, they found like the family grave and someone had put her name on it and the date of her death oh, was wow. the date of my grandma's birth. So it's like, yeah. Like, Wait, wait it wasn't the year that she had Same her. year. Like, the day my grandma was born was the day that her... Oh, she died in childbirth. No, no, no. So, sorry. My grandma's grandma. Great your grandma's... So, so your great-grandma. Grandma. So, my yeah. grandma's dad's mother died in Auschwitz on the day that my grandma was born in Australia. Oh, so your great-great-grandma. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. And it was, like, three or a few months before liberation as well. I feel like this may be something that I should know, but why was your family in Auschwitz? Because uh, they were Jewish in Berlin. <laughs> I didn't know that your family was Jewish. Yeah, so uh, my grandma's dad is Jewish, or uh, was Jewish. Okay. Yep. His parents did not leave because they <clears throat> didn't want to leave the money behind and they right. didn't want to leave like the property and because... <laughs> They were like the executives of the trust. They didn't want to leave right, the other yeah. families penniless. So yeah. they stayed thinking yeah. it wasn't going to be that bad. And then my it was great grandfather and his brother dis- like left because they were like, it's going to get worse. And they, they essentially had to escape. And so who stayed? My great, great grandparents. Both of them? Yeah. And so they would have both been taken to Auschwitz and separated. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> great-great-grandfather died pretty quickly. quickly. Great-great-grandmother survived for like four years, but died like three months before liberation. 
Oh, that's so... But on the day that my grandma was born. Which is getting weird. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Very interesting. Like, my, yeah, my grandma told me that recently and I was like, is that just not like... How many times have you heard that though of like a baby being born mm. when another family member has died? Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird... It's a weird phenomenon. Okay, so but anyway, the point is, like, I would like to go do... Like, I've been to Germany. I've been to, uh, like, Dresden. I've been to Mauthausen, which is another concentration yeah. camp. But I've never been to Auschwitz. And now that I know, I think, like, a bit more about my family, I think I, I would... You'd like to. I'd like to. <clears throat> um, now that you know that about your great-great-grandmother, how old was she when she passed away? I don't know. And she would like she was what they would call exterminated, I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't, don't know. I don't know the details. They don't have much <laughs> of the records, unfortunately, because it was so close to liberation. It, it would have been yeah. one of the ones that like we're lucky we know when yeah. she died, but we have like no body or anything yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But she would have been somewhat elderly at the time, wouldn't she? Cuz you w- were her children already grown up? Uh well her son was probably in his early 20s. So okay, she probably so she only might was not like have been her forties or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So knowing that she died young, what do you want to do before you die for her? Well, I'm like I'm very big on like learning my family history. Yeah, and like I, that's why I went to Ireland with my grandmother. <laughs> like I, I'm trying really hard to like build connection with like my Irish relatives, so that I can because my grandma's maintained that relationship. Yeah. So now I feel like I have to maintain that. Well, not have to, but I want to maintain that relationship. But also, like, I don't know. Like, I was talking about like maybe writing a book about like her family's life because they're like quite an interesting group of people. Mm. Um, Not even the Jewish side. Like the Irish side is also a bit like cray cray. Um, not cray cray. That's a bad word. But (laughs) interesting life of like you know, siblings and yeah. where they all ended up and what they all ended up doing is very interesting. Uh, but I'm not a writer. Yeah. And I just, the idea of having to get that historical element, absolutely correct. Yeah. When it's a story like that, it's also bit risky. when records are hard to find because I've tried looking on my dad's side of the family. Yeah. And like I can track it to a certain point, but like, yeah. so we were German or there's German mm. in our history. And then, like, the records kind of get murky mm. the further back you go. And it's hard, especially if you don't have ancestral connection. Like, if, you know. Yeah, like, we have. Grandparents kind of. Well, like, so my my grandma was an only child. Her father has since passed. Mm. And then there is some family, but his brother ended up going to Spain and then ended up in America. So, like, yeah. that is a whole other split of, like, family just went to a different country. So trying to yeah, trying to work that all out is a bit difficult. Yeah. Like, and I feel like dependent on your family background, it gets harder as well. I know nothing beyond my great-grandparents. Mm. There you go. Yeah, I, I know nothing. Like, because it's so – and I've tried so many times. Like, obviously, when we went to uni, we did our history degrees. It's and we were shown so how hard. to research. Like, we were shown how to research back through family genealogy. And, and just, stuff. like, name changes. Like, yeah, my grandma was going through being like, yeah, this is what the name was, and then it was spelled this way, and then Sally is also Sarah, and this person is also this person, so some yeah. records say this name. Well, like, that's Laura's- why I- 
grandmother has like seven different names. Yeah. Well, yeah. My yeah, but like that's why like I on can't official track, documentation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's got three different <laughs> names on official doc. But like that's why I can't track part of dad's side mm. because we've changed last names and I can't track where it changed. Yeah. Like I literally one moment we have like our like the German last name, next yeah. minute we've got our current last name, and I'm like, hold on, how? Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a story there, but you can't find anything to corroborate the story. Yeah. So is it just like folklore within family? Like, yeah. and I've, I've even tried to like find somebody in Melbourne that I can hire to do it for me. Mm. It's very hard. And yeah, it's really yeah. difficult. I can't find anyone that is able to go back through Greek and Maltese history like that. Yeah. And like, I th- German ancestry is quite easy because they are so meticulous about keeping records. Yeah. The minute you have a culture that is not meticulous about having records, so hard. Or don't love the idea of sharing records with other countries. Yeah. Because yeah. people can get quite secretive. And yeah. not only that, but like my families or different well languages. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, not yeah, because well then that so would have been in a, a Bible in the village. Yeah. Like that's your records. And yeah. where are you finding that? Yeah, so I like definitely that's like oh my bucket list is definitely to keep kind of exploring like like I know like now I know a fair, fair bit about my grandma's kind of history and that's quite helpful because she's like she's very open and able to talk to me about it. Yeah. But then on the other hand, my like my dad dad's mother, my nana, mm. who's passed away when I was quite young, I wouldn't be able to tell you how many siblings she has. Yeah. Like <clears throat> like. I'm so limited in my knowledge of that. I'm just still trying to learn, like, what was the last names, yeah. like, going up kind of thing. Whether it's, like, my mum's side of the family, like, my grandpa has done his entire family history. Yeah. And it has, like, he's, they've written books about it. So, like, I can at least follow at least one line of his family. Mm. Yeah. But, like, I still don't know where my last, like, I know where my last name, there's a location that is named where my last name is. Yeah. But I don't know how from that town we ended up where we are. Like, I know my family made wine in the Clare Valley and that's when we came to Australia, but yeah. I don't know when or like what yeah. or anything like that. So. See, whereas mine's a lot more recent. So the two of you would have quite a few generations that have been in Australia. On dad's side, yeah. Mum's yeah. side, no. No, nah, like family came to make church wine, but okay, yeah. quite late in the 1900s. Oh, really? Yeah. It was late. But yeah, uh, dad's side of the family hasn't been here. for. They're like Irish and Austrian descendants. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually haven't been here for that long. Yeah. I'm thinking like post, I reckon they're World War One, maybe, if that. Okay, yeah. Because my, both sets of my grandparents came over in the 50s. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I was able to find like reports of brawls that were on the boat. Mm. When, when my nunna came out and stuff like that. So, you know, like I was able to find um, like brawls between Greeks and Italians mm. that had come over like on her boat with her. Yeah. And I was able to kind of like track it from its landing. We somehow have, um, I think one of my aunts still has the original ship list of passengers that lists mm. my, my nunna and my aunt and my uncle. Um, so like we still have that, but that's, you know, it's, it's really hard to go back further than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, particularly because like my family's from Gozo. 
which is which is an island like a small island off of Malta. Yeah, um, yeah. Like my family's from Berlin. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Makes it a bit easier. Like yeah. we have the chest that my um. <clears throat> Great grandmother came to Australia on the boat with, like we have the chest still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, like, my family's, been, I think, at least on my grandma's side, quite good at like preserving the family history. Yeah. Yeah. Less so on my dad's, but to be fair. A bucket list item. On that note, I would like to go and see where my nana grew up because mm, that, yeah. that still exists. It's that so interesting. Still exists. It's yeah. it, like when I went to Ireland, I went and saw like. The house that my Your ancestral home, yeah. So not because she, oh, kind of. So she was born in Australia and then she went back to Ireland yeah. um, when she was like quite young. Your grandma, yeah. Um, they took her back to Ireland, yeah. Um, because of marriage breakdowns and things like that, yeah, yeah. Um, but so we saw the place where she lived while she was there, yeah. But then we saw like my great grandmother's home and where like her and her seven or six siblings lived. And then yeah. we found like the shop that the, my great great grandfather owned that like, oh, they all so lived cool. in. And then the church that they went to, we went and like went to a church service there. Aww. And like, we saw the, all these different locations of like the farmland that they used to have and stuff like that, yeah. which was, it's like really, and like we went to the school that my grandma went to when she was in Ireland for like, yeah. she was only there for like, I think four or five years, yeah. but just everything about that that was just like really interesting to see mm. and like it's I think it's also very interesting because my grandma obviously grew up in Ireland when it was the Protestants versus the Catholics yeah yeah mm. and she was talking about like there was someone she went to school with who was a I want to say a Catholic because my grandma's Protestant yeah um and she like lived across the creek to this young girl who was the same age to mm. her went to school with her and everything like that but couldn't talk to her because she was of a different religion yeah um but they would anyway Mm. and it was like being at the creek that they were talking about like they would play in the creek and they would get told off for like this religion and like i've only heard about this like religious war as a concept but like hearing it firsthand was really interesting and so they would get told off for playing together in the creek yeah Oh, but they were still friends. Yeah, and, like, she was living with her aunt and uncle while she was there. So, like, yeah. she was trying to build connections with anybody. Yeah. Being this, like, four-year-old from Australia who's, like, uh, you know, going through the wars, essentially, of family yeah. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was interesting. I was the same when we went to Croatia and Holland because, like, we've still got family home in Croatia in Zadar, where my dinner was born and raised mm. before he came to Australia. So yeah. my great uncle still lives there. And that was really cool because that's like literally where mm. my Ditter's family like were raised, where he was yeah. raised. Um, and, you know, I like stomped on the chickpeas and lived the kind of village life, which was really cool. <laughs> and then when we were in Holland, we saw where my Alma was born, like the house she was born, where she lived. And it's just cool because like, and I was nine at the time, but it's like very much still something that you just like remember. Yeah. yeah. It's like that's, this is where... It happened. This is where my grandparents were from. Like, this is what they talk about. Yeah. Because yeah. we obviously, like, I spent a lot of... <coughs> I spent a lot of time with both my woman and did it growing up. Yeah. Yeah. So it was very much like, oh, this is really cool. Like, and that's kind of a bucket list item. Like seeing where you I think that when from. you have a connection to a place, it's so much more interesting. Cause yeah. it's like, yeah. Like I have a photo of a, a shop, a random shop in Ireland. And that means nothing to anyone else. But I'm like, that's like where my family 
like was able to get enough money so that essentially my grandma came to Australia. Yeah. And if it wasn't for this one location, I wouldn't be Australian. You would have a very different life. Yeah. You might not have even been born. I could have been Irish. <laughs> you might not have even existed. The dream. The goal. The goal. <laughs> I don't think we would have. Joe and I were just like driving along like literally four or five days ago. And I was just, I can't, I cannot remember what triggered the thought in my head. Mm. But I just said to him, I, I was like, like, completely out of context. I was like, I am so grateful that my grandparents came to Australia. Mm. And I can't remember. I, I think that he may have thought that I was joking, like not joking about the fact that I was grateful, but like making a joke because of like our current political climate or something. Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, no, like, I mean, I'm grateful to them for coming here so that I can have this life. Mm, yeah. Because, and he was like, and he was like, oh, how come? I was like, well, oh my God, like the economy in Greece, mm. like, you know, and also I wouldn't exist because I'm from a mixed family yeah. as well. And I like, you know, was a result of multicultural Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just said, like, I was just so grateful to all four of them for being brave enough to abandon everything that they knew and loved oh, yeah. to come here because they knew that their kids and grandkids would have no chance if they didn't. Yeah. You know? And that was very much what it was. Yeah. yeah for I mean, sure. Yeah. I have another bucket list item. Mm-hmm. I want to see Pompeii. Yes! It's just <clears throat> so... I feel very aggressively positive toward that. Interesting about it, isn't it? Though? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if the younger generations of today are as obsessed about, with Pompeii as we are. Learn about Pompeii as much <laughs> as we Because I feel like our generation's I feel like it's in, like, the same area of our mind of being really obsessed with the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have a confession. You don't what? know what the Bermuda Triangle is? Or? I don't know what the Bermuda Triangle is. But you know, like, the theory That's that, like, all, you like, go the into the Bermuda disappear. Triangle and you just disappear. Or, like, the planes and there's, like, no... They just fly over a certain spot in the ocean. And they just and disappear. And they just disappear. Like, all contact lost, gone. Oh. Bermuda Triangle. I don't think it's real. But it's a thing. Could be real. Just unlucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, uh, I don't know why. And quicksand? Really obsessed with quicksand? Yeah, we did have a thing about quicksand. Yeah, we? it was because quicksand, like the Bermuda Triangle, and Pompeii. It was Brendan Fraser, I swear. Oh my god, beetles in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I want to go to it's Pompeii. We were of the generation that saw that film at a far too young age. Yeah. We should not have seen the mummy. <laughs> no, I I agree. Like Pompeii, yes, I was obsessed with Pompeii as yeah. a kid. I remember um, my sister took me to see uh, the the Pompeii artifacts that came out here and came to the Melbourne Museum at some point. And I was, like, weirdly enthralled by it for someone that was so young. The pharaohs are coming to the NGV next year. Shall we go? I have feelings about that. Why? I'm not a big fan of the pharaohs. (laughs) No, 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 no. Take that back. That's worded wrongly. (laughs) Not a big fan of them chipping bodies around. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Also, I didn't think they were coming here. I thought that they were staying in Sydney. No, they're going to the NGV. Oh, they are coming to the NGV. They're doing an exhibit. See, like, I go see it out of interest, but also at the same time, I'm like, someone's. I feel wrong about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you. It's equivalent to a thousand years from now, you shipping around bodies from our switch. Yeah, see. Oh, like, from I think their it's, resting place. I, I think it's somewhat different because of what happened to the people of Auschwitz that did not happen 
to the pharaohs of Egypt. Oh, yeah. Or just you but getting the graves of people. Just digging people up from now and shipping them around. Yeah. yeah. Like digging you up in a thousand years. And just being like, and look at interesting this. And look at Sarah. <laughs> like, I yeah. mean, I don't think you have the knock on wood to say that I'm going to be dead in a thousand years. That's true. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, and the thing is, like, but the, <laughs> the history of ancient Egypt was, like, my first love yeah like it was like yeah. my first love of history and like it is if if i had never heard about ancient egypt maybe i would have never studied history oh, i became fully obsessed with like yeah the gods yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. i'm like all about it <laughs> all about it yeah um and then like we studied it when i got into year seven it is still my favorite thing to talk about yeah <laughs> It is and read about Roman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> it it is my Roman Empire. And I'm just but, – but, you know, there's been all the stuff in the last few years that have been – where, you know, people from Egypt have come out and said, we did not give permission for these artifacts the to entire, be excavated. Isn't it like the entire taken. British Museum is like, hey – that's you just displaying theft. <laughs> like, yes, you've gone to other countries, stolen their stuff, and then made them pay to see it in a museum. Yes. yes. And I was like, is that not museums? Though? <laughs> yes. Um, it's a, uh, like... So we're not going to see the fire? No, no, we're definitely. Like, no, no, no. Like, that's the thing. Like, you have such <laughs> conflicting things about it. But, no, like... No. I get but it. But also, just not going to see it also doesn't teach... Like, you want to go learn. Yes, I I'm assuming that with the current climate, and I think it was last year that a bunch of artifacts were returned to Cairo or even early this year. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming that with the current climate, like, there we have permission to have these artifacts out here. Yeah. Um, That's the thing, like, who do you get permission from? But I would definitely be – well, the government – Egyptian government? The people? Yes, yes. It would have to be. Like, embassies, there would be a whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. there would – yes. Um – and there is like there are people that sign mm, off on mm. whether or not these, but they, but I mean I just feel horrible because, like Egypt is still working on bringing their artifacts home. Yeah, yeah. and to an extent, I, I you know I think well not to an extent they are. They're also saying, you know, yes, please go and you you can display these things. Yeah, it's, it's just because yeah. we, they also <clears throat> want like people to learn. They want people see. to learn. It does bring in revenue. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know? I, it, that's surely. If there's a financial compensation going back to the people who were robbed of these artifacts in the first place, sure, I'm for it. Like, mm. makes yeah. me feel so much better. Particularly about doing it. if we now have these artifacts with permission. Mm. But I think particularly people are paying to see them in the first place as well. Yes, like, some of that money should, yeah. at least some of it. Other parts of it, I assume, is also to like maintaining yeah. these artifacts and things like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, they would. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, yeah, I would definitely like to do some digging. Before we go and see it, no, not archaeological digging. Laura, <laughs> stop Let's go it. Find our own mummies, and then we'll see if it's and excavate them, but okay. only with permission. <laughs> Morally okay. Um, yeah, I mean it's the same as. Sorry, I'm, I'm sidetracking here, but it's the same as the Incan mummies, the three Incan children. I don't know about that. Sorry. That I mean, yeah, there, there have been lots of Incan mummies that were the results of child sacrifices that have been found in the mountains. Yes. Oh, yeah. But there's three children in particular that were particularly well preserved that became very contentious, um, simply because the indigenous people of that area. I, I hope I'm not getting this wrong because I'm going to sound really ignorant and stupid if I am. 
Um, and if I am, I apologise, but I'm pretty sure that the Indigenous people of that area are saying, why have you taken our children yeah. from their resting places where they were beautifully preserved, sleeping peacefully? And, and especially and when, like, a big <laughs> element of the burial process is, like, you removing them from their place of sleep culturally is, like, really affects them. Like, yeah. They, yeah. their belief system is, like, that is their place of rest and you removing them from that, like, that can do a lot of, like, yeah. damage. Co- and frankly, I have no idea if that is the case. Saying, like, yeah. these children were child sacrifices. one of their traditions, yeah. is essentially what yes. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, and they were buried under certain conditions yeah. for these child sacrifice ceremonies. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it does. It shows a complete disrespect for those cultures. Yeah. Have I told you guys? This is a bit of a sidetrack to one bucket list and two what you guys are talking about. <laughs> but you know how in ancient Greek? Um, Perhaps. I think. Um, where they put the, put the coins on your eyes. Yes. And the fairy. Yeah. I think so, you've told me about this. Yeah. Because I was like, why do they put coins over people's eyes? For the fairy man. Um, to go into the underworld yes. to pay yep. their way, but no, my thing is so I'm a organ donor. Yep. Um, but I said no to your eyes, my eyes, yeah. because because of that. I, yeah, because it wigs me out. I don't want to be like blind in the afterlife. I've just accepted. I'm blind that in life, would... guys. I'm <laughs> hoping in the afterlife. I mean, you're I'm a, so I'm gonna be able to see fully without the need of glasses. I um, mean, at the moment. Mine, I'm an organ donor too, and it just says take everything you need. But yeah, no, I'm, I want my eyes. I you can keep those. Yeah, also, I'm no one, no one wants my eyes. They're no good. I just, think, I just <laughs> my prescription gets stronger every year. I think at this point, I need to put like an asterisk. Like maybe don't take the ears. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Like, the they're ears. just not very good. The eardrums <laughs> keep bursting. The they're barely eardrums at this point. <laughs> the ear maracas. <laughs> Any other bucket list items? Pompeii, definitely one. We love yeah. that. A lot of it has been like travel. What about little things? Like, or not little things. Like swimming in the pool of clear water. Swimming in a pool of clear water. Starting a family. Getting married. Uh, is that on like, the bucket list? Is that a list of something you want to achieve? I think a bucket list is like, if I was not to do this by the time I died, I'd be very disappointed in myself. And not getting married or not having children, I wouldn't be disappointed in myself. Like, I just, that won't be my path if that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. I would like it to happen. Yeah. But if not. But it's not a thing that I'm like, uh, this is, damn. Yeah. Didn't achieve I, that. I, I am unaccomplished because I have not done this. Yeah. You know? Fair enough. I think Eb's bucket list is to get married. Yeah, she definitely has to get married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I want to actually learn guitar. Been saying it my whole life, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I have to talk my tribe. I hurt my fingers. Yeah, no. <laughs> I had to take a break because I was building up the calluses. Yeah. Bucket list items. Learn a language. I'm just not good. I at would it. like neither am I. I would like to learn a language and be able to actually have like a conversation. Speak it. Yeah. 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 I think I studied Indonesian. From year three to year twelve in school, I could not have a conversation with anyone now. I think yeah. the only way I could is if I had an immersive thing I had to do it for, mm. like either someone I wanted to have a conversation with did not speak English and I wanted to talk to them. Yeah, learning for like that motivation. <sighs> See, even then it doesn't work. 
my great uncle only speaks Croatian. My other one only spoke Croatian or French. We just got along with the hand signals. Yeah, but like if you were, I ended up playing bocce. If you were like that's, and then like the immersive Still element have. of being like, if you were to live in another country, oh yeah, yeah, I stayed in Croatia. And it'd be the or easiest way to get by is just to learn that language. I yeah. feel like I would. Part of me is like every time they advertise those houses in Italy that you just got to fix yeah. up. I'm like, I can learn Italian. Why not? The Italian government will pay you twenty thousand dollars if you live in an absolute trash hole of a home. But you got to fix it up. And you I just like, fix it up. You'll be fine. Ten years, easy. Shall we summarize what our bucket lists are according to this? I want to travel. I want to learn more about family history. Yep. yep. Uh, and I mean, I, like, here's the problem with hyperfixations. Me at the moment, like, I want to go see the Monaco Grand Prix. <laughs> That's valid. That's I just think it'd be so item. cool. It's it, valid. Travel. Yeah. And it doesn't sports. mean that if you're not fixated I know, so on I it, I love how I keep calling it a hyperfixation. It. It's been a few years. Yeah, <laughs> I think point, it's more than a hyperfixation. Like yeah. I think it's just something I do. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, summarize. Um swim in a pool of crystal clear blue water mm-hmm. um know my family tree on both sides mm-hmm. go and visit where my nana grew up mm-hmm. um see pompeii i'm stealing that one from you rude seems cool um what else did i say i think that's kind of it yeah I want to swim with whale sharks. Ah, uh, start a dog rescue. Ah, oh, yeah. start a dog rescue. Yeah. I'll come with you for that bucket list item. You're a shark one. Cool. Whale sharks? Not actual sharks? Whale sharks. Yeah, I try what? to get Excuse it. me. Don't. They're whales. They're not sharks. Do not pigeonhole the whale shark. Okay, sorry. She wants. I just don't want you thinking I'm going to put you in a cage with great whites because that ain't happening. <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> I just always think that's mean to the great whites. Yeah, yeah, that's they, it's horrible. Let's not do that, people. Turn up like chum and stuff to get them angry. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, Let them live their best life in their home. Yeah. yeah, literally. Can you not show up to someone else's home and throw blood everywhere? People and are then trash. Put a bit of food that they can't eat in a cage. Rude. <laughs> Swim with whale sharks. <laughs> Go to Pompeii. I would like to travel more. I think that's a given. What else? Oh, I will see Auschwitz as well. Oh, yeah. See Auschwitz. Mm. These are very scattered bucket lists. Like, I almost need a bucket list of things that I want to do overseas and then a bucket list of, like, general things. I was, like, as we were chatting, I was reading through some stuff, right? And a lot of it were really little things that, like, I've done. Like, see a sunrise or see one of the seven wonders of the world like the grand canyon i've done a lot of things I that i the grand canyon the grand canyon so cool i've done a lot of things little things that i'm like wow this is on someone's bucket list but like i've had the really great opportunity to be able to do that yeah. like, i love watching a sunrise in australia we're holding a koala for the that most part raised that you should go travel i also think like, you know, like, I think generally speaking, maybe it's maybe mainly our generation, but it's like, go see the world. Like, our parents would never be like, why are you spending all your money on those flights to go overseas? Yeah. They're yeah. like, yes, good, go see the world. Dad encourages us to travel. Yeah. yeah. And like he said, 
he was the last time I spoke to him, I was talking to him about how we're going overseas. Yeah. And obviously he knows that both Joe and I are quite like money conscious people. Yeah. Like we're smart with our money. And he was like, Don't hesitate to spend money while you're over there. Exactly. Like just have fun. Yeah. I also think we are very much the type of people or I guess maybe I'm very much generalizing our generation here. We're go getters. Go getters. Oh god, I am not a go getter. -getter. -getter. (laughs) I meant more like, you know, we're willing to we'll go on road trips. We'll do those little things that Like go to cactus country. (laughs) Yeah. But like we'll do those things where we then are kind of like, oh, that's like someone's bucket list item that they wait. That they wait to do. That they wait to do, but we're like Go see a sunrise. Hold I a think koala. we're a bit like see, a why like, wait generation. Yeah. Where, like other people are like, oh yeah, I'm going to go travel Europe when I retire. I think we all know, maybe because we've seen our like older generations not go be able to that. go do the things that they wanted to do when they retire. Yeah. That we're like, you don't wait till you retire. You don't wait yeah. until that like moment that's going to be so far off. You're like, how can I achieve that now? Yeah. Because it might not be possible in the future. Controversial. Kids are not on my bucket list. Interesting. Kids, kids are something that, like, if I would like to, happen, to have. It's not yeah. yeah. You know, I would like to start a family. But, again, like you, I'm not going to feel like I am unfulfilled in life if I do yeah. not have children. Like, it's like, oh, if it's not a possibility or for some reason it can't happen or it doesn't happen... I think I could still live, like, a very long, fulfilled life. Yeah, without kids. Yeah. Like, I'd love them if I had them. And there'd definitely be, like, hopefully a moment in my life where I'm, like, in a place where I could have them. But I wouldn't – if I never got to that place, I wouldn't be upset. But also yeah. whippets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Captain is my child. My bone um, bone. I need to say hi to him before I leave. Yes. Yes. Well, I think that does it. It's a very scattered bucket list. It is. I think but we got them got down. From it is don't have a bucket list. Have a list of things you want to do. Yeah. Don't just, be like, I've got to do this before I die. Just work out how you can do it soon. Just have a list. Yeah. Have a list of stuff you want to do. Because we're going to now go to Pompeii and our yeah. <laughs> And probably see the mummies. The Egyptian we'll exhibit as long as it's not been done like a, like a trash fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um what are we grateful for today? Well, while we're feeling bucket listy, mm-hmm. I am grateful for spending time with you guys. Mm, nerd. I like that. Did you just call me a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like that. Um I'm grateful that, like, looking at other people's bucket lists that I've achieved a fair few things that I've wanted to achieve already. Yeah. I'm grateful for sunrises. They're beautiful and they're peaceful and I love to look at them. They hurt my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This has been another episode of Surviving Barely Thriving. It's like another case of Sarah's doctor told her she has to wear the category below welding glasses if she looks near the sun. (laughs) (laughs) She's broken, Um, (laughs) y'all. Please follow us on Instagram, uh, Surviving Barely Thriving Pod. Uh, You can also follow us on TikTok, SBT. Dot pod. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we have an email address, Surviving Barely Thriving Pod, if you would like to contact us in any way. To at gmail.com. Us, at gmail.com, sorry. Uh, to ask us questions, you should suggest also, episodes. You uh, rate and give us a review on wherever you find your podcast because we also read those. Yeah, but we, we do read those. Give us five stars, people. Um, yeah, that's about it from us today. I have been your host, Laura. I have been joined by Eb. Bye. And Sarah. Yay. Catch you next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.